Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Welcome back, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and we're here helping you out with your car problems. But first, I got, I got to take care of some business. Larry Harker's Autos at 38th Avenue and Indian School. Bob and Ellen own and operate Larry Harker's Auto. Larry is one of those guys that you just have to wave the flag in front of the bull. You have to say to Bob, Bob, I've had this car problem, and it's been there for seven years, and I've had it to so many shops. I've had it from Albuquerque to Los Angeles. Everywhere on 40s had it. No one can fix this car, and I'm told by everybody that no one can fix it. That's all you have to say. Because that's just like standing in the middle of a bull ring and waving that red cape in front of him. Because I have sent him cars and done just that to him. And and he's fixed every one of them. He did a Chrysler truck the other day that it was the most amazing transaction between how he got there and how he fixed it. It was amazing. So if you need a diagnostician, then may I suggest that Larry Harker be one of the places that you call and talk to. They've been around a very long time, since 1967, and they can handle failed emissions and oil changes and electrical work, air conditioning work. They can do brakes and tires and suspension and all that kind of stuff, foreign and domestic. But more than anything else, they're well-known and well-respected for Bob's diagnostic capability. So let's go back to the phone. 602-508-0960 is the phone number, 602-508-0960. And we're going to talk with Richard. Richard, good morning. How can we help you? Good morning, Mark. Um, I have a 2009 Chevy Blazer. And when I take off in the morning, the first shift is fine. The second shift, there's a little thud when it shifts. And the third shift is fine. Same thing when it's shifting down. But only that second shift. I don't know if that second, third gear, whatever that is. Okay. So the, basically, I think what you're saying is there's a noise between one and first and second. Yeah. Okay. I can, you know, you can feel this car shift. Okay. You know, from first to second. And then it's the next shift, the second shift that makes that little thud. It's not a loud thud, it's just a thud. Okay. Can you feel it if your foot's flat on the on the carpet? Can you feel the, the, the thud as well? I think I just hear it. Okay. Coming from the rear. All right. Um, go ahead. That's it. Okay. <laughs> um, so really, it, 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 it's not the one-two shift. It's the second shift you have. And the first shift would be one to two, and the second shift would be two to three. Yeah. So, so what I want you to do is is I want you to start soft pedaling this throttle um, as as much as you can and get past that second shift, that what we call 2-3 shift. 
So I want a real light throttle on a Sunday morning, tomorrow morning, and I want you to drive around and just do real light throttle, and then I want you to change it. I want you to be heavier. I want you to be like you're late for church. I want you to to throttle up a little bit more. I want to know if you can make it change by driving it as if you had a hot cup of coffee on the dashboard in front of your wife or you were on your way to a fire. Does that make sense? And here's why. Here's why. I think you might have a broken motor mount. Are you smiling? Why are you smiling? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tom's sitting here shaking his head. So I think you have a motor mount, and it could be one of the motor mounts, or it could be the transmission Transmission mount. mount. And so I think if you say that that thump goes away on light throttle application, then here's what we're going to do. Tom Tom or I, or your shop, we're going to put that on the rack, and we're going to have one of our technicians underneath it, and we're going to put it in first gear. And we're going to hold our foot on the brake, and we're just going to kind of stab the throttle a couple of times. And if that rear tranny mount's bad, the guy underneath is going to see the back of the transmission lift up and fall down. And he's going to okay. see light in between. <laughs> and how many miles are on your Blazer? 30. Okay. That's not too many miles, but if it got oil soaked, it could come apart. It could also be an engine mount because you're going to have three. Is it two-wheel drive or four-wheel drive? Two-wheel. Okay. So it's got a tranny mount and two engine mounts. So I'm, seven years, but seven years. I agree with you. Seven years. So anyway, yeah. but you're not going to say that you have a bad mount. You're going to take it to your shop, and you're going to not do it on Friday morning or uh, 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 Friday afternoon or Monday morning. But you're going to say, "I have a clunk. I can demonstrate. So would you allow me to have your technician for 15 minutes? I'm not going to take him for 30 or 45 minutes, but I just want to drive around and show him what I'm talking about. Would you let me borrow your tech for that?" And you don't say anything else. And if they call you back and say it's a mount, then two people have said it's a mount, and we're guessing, and they had it in their shop. But if they say that it's the rear windshield wiper, then you have you you know what to do. Okay? Yeah. Okay, cool. Thank you. All right, Richard. Thank you. Maxwell, how can we help you today? Hi, yes. Um, I've made quite a few mistakes, but I got a used truck from a car dealership. Okay. has had 104,000 miles on it. It's a Dodge Dakota. Um, I didn't do enough due diligence, I guess, in checking it out and test driving it, but it was seen pretty solid. I knew it was a used truck, but um, after a little while and getting on the freeway, it started, the rear end started getting loose, and it was vibrating at about 65. Took it back to the dealership. They balanced the tires, didn't fix the problem. I rotated the tires to see if it would shift to the front. Didn't happen. Um, went to a couple different places and shops to have them check it, check it out. Uh, one place, I, I did a lot of work myself. Um, I had the carrier bearing replaced on the drive shaft. I did the shocks front and rear. And uh, another shop told me one of my leaf springs was shot, so I replaced my leaf springs in the back. Um, stiffened the truck up, made it more solid, but I was still getting vibration on the freeway. Okay, now wait a minute. Don't tell us what you've changed, because if you still have the problem, we're going to disassociate ourselves from that. You said it was speed-related. Yes. Okay, when you get to 65, it's there. Yes. And when you throttle up from 65, either lightly or significantly, does it ever go away or get worse? 
and it's pretty constant, and I can see the bed of my truck shaking. Okay. Um, but does it get better or worse when you go north of 65? And I want to hear, like, Mark, if I throttle up hard, it seems to go away by 70 or 75, or if I throttle up easy within the next five miles an hour, the I get the, sh- the shake goes away. A- anything yeah, like I- that? At about 70, it goes away. Okay. Now, same thing on the low side. So as you accelerate up, everything's fine to like 50? Yes. And then when you get close to 60, the vibration comes in, and then it goes away about 70. So it's really a kind of a mile-an-hour spread, perhaps from 50 to 70? Yes. It's more concentrated about like, yeah, about 60 to 70 is Okay. Where it's the worst. Okay. I don't like the idea that you're looking at the tailgate or the bed shake in your rearview mirror and we're spending a whole lot of your money on that problem and your time um, because I don't think that appears in our diagnostic manuals, that where we look in the rearview mirror and look at the tailgate or the bed. That, that doesn't there. But here's what you do. I like that you switch tires. Right? Don't you like mm-hmm. it? That, that that eliminated the tires. Right. We're done with that. And if he did the carrier right and it didn't change the noise, then we did, whoever did the carrier did that right. Right. So we're looking at those kinds of things. It's not going to be anything to do with the brakes because he's not applying the brakes. So I think what I would do is, is are you married, Maxwell? I am. Okay. I am, yeah. All right. Does your, do you, does your wife like you? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you got a couple of choices. You get your wife on Sunday morning to head down the 101. And you teach her how to make it happen. He drives another car, and she's in the center lane. And he swings over to the right, and his driver's window is right next to the right side of the car. He can watch those two front tires. He can look at this axle. He can do all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Then he slows down, comes in behind her, and he comes on the other side of her, and he looks at the left front and the left rear tire. And so he gets her to make it happen, and he's kind of rotating her car around that way. Now, if she doesn't like you and she can bump you Daytona style, she'll throw you into the wall and you'll be all crashed up. But then you crashed her car, not your truck. Um, it, 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 another thing you might do is soften the tires. They're probably a maximum of 35 pounds. Yes? Um, yeah, I keep them at about 35. Okay. Uh, Drop them to 20 and go see if it's there. Or 25 and just go see if it's there. I'm not wanting you to drive more than 10 miles. But I want you just to drive enough at 25 to see if it's there. All of them. Drop them all to 25. And so if it changes it, we've got a tire and that tire balance, but then we still got to go back to that tire rotation, back to front and front to back. So that's kind of how, and and I'll tell you what, there are shops out there that have these vibration meters, and they're magnetic, and we put them by all four tires, and then one guy drives and the other guy sits next to him, and he's watching meters. And we can tell which corner of that truck the vibration's coming from. But frankly, if you do that with your wife, you'll be able to tell too. And here's another thing, and I ask her, you know, I ask you if she loved you. If you get in the bed of the truck, then you can crawl to the left front and to the right front and to the right rear and the left rear. And any person with a half a brain is going to be able to figure out which corner of that bed that vibration's the worst. But, of course, if she slams on the brakes and you go flying through the back window, then she's mad at you. All right. Well, I'll make sure I do it on a good day. <laughs> All righty, Maxwell. Thank you very much, buddy. Thank you. All righty. Those happen a lot. Those happen yes. a lot. Um, 
I would uh, I would say to Maxwell, and I'm sure he's probably listening. It would have been better to get an opinion of first from somebody. Correct. Before um, it, replacing parts. Yeah. We had um, we had a guy bring a, a very fancy car in. It was a Lexus, mm-hmm. and you know I I don't have this vibration. And blah, blah, blah. So Alan, my son, who's like the vibration king of our area, right. um, he says, "Well, let me go. Sh- yeah, I need you to show me." Well, the guy couldn't show him. You know, he had him out for like an hour, and he couldn't show him the vibration. Oh, it only happens on the way to Tucson. <laughs> so Alan says, "Okay, don't go to Tucson." <laughs> Alan says, "Okay, you're gonna have to leave it with me for 24 hours, and I'll run it." Uh, no, no, he said first. You don't tell me what mile marker you're at. We're at 158, and we dic- we go higher as we go south. Right. So we're on 158. You tell me what mile marker I got to hit before the vibration. So the guy does that. So Alan takes it that couple days later, and he comes back, and I said, "What is it?" He goes, "It's the tire." I said, "Yeah, but he's had the tires balanced 15 times." He says, "I know, but we need to clock one of the tires because we got the heavy side of the wheel and the heavy side of the tire on the same." So I said, okay, fine. So he takes the, he says, and it's, by the way, it's in the back of the car. And I says, well, I want you to do all four because we're not going to mess around. Because if he rotates them, then we're really in trouble. Right. So he does that. Then the guy comes in and he's holding me to the fire. And I don't care about that. He goes, I'd prefer not to pay you until I make sure that this is it. And I said, you know what? I'll use a copy of your driver's license and a copy of your credit card to make it easy for you. If you call me and say, Mark, I still have the vibration. I'm going to shred both of those pieces of paper. So he says, fine. He says, because I'll know in the next hour. I'm headed to Tucson. He says, fine. So he heads to Tucson, and I don't know, 20 minutes later, 30 minutes later, he calls Alan. He says, go ahead and have your dad run the credit card. (laughs) And it was one of those things, too, where he had spent a whole lot of money, but it was just one tire. And the balancers right now, I think you'll agree, there might be four different levels of balancers. Oh, yeah. There's the old style. Then there's kind of a middle. Then there's a sophisticated. Then there's that ultra-sophisticated hunter bad boy. And that's the one that matches the heavy side of the tire to the light side of the right. wheel and vice versa. So that road force guy, if you know how to use that well, you can literally make all cars ride like, you know, a Lexus, if like, that's what you want. All right. When we come back, we're going to take your calls. The lines are wide open, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. And by the way, we were talking about, we were talking about oils, yeah. yeah, like Amsoil. Somebody texts me and he says, well, what about Mary Kay Cosmetics and the pink Cadillacs? <laughs> and, <laughs> and the point we tried to make there was, is Mary Kay sells cosmetics. Right. But so does Revco, or so does all the the other guys. Revlon, yeah. And Revlon and all that kind of stuff. Max Factor. And Max Factor, yeah. So um, oils like Amsoil and Mobile One, they're kind of the same thing. Right. Uh, it's, one of them's Mary Kay, sold by an Amsoil distributor, and one of them you can buy at Target. So. Right. We'll be back right after this. If you're over 50 and concerned about any of the following, stay tuned for an exclusive free bottle offer. Are you concerned about your heart health? Are you interested in healthy brain function? What about joint comfort and energy? Well, if you answered yes to any of these questions, we want to send you a free bottle of Krill Omega 50 Plus now with CoQ10. Krill Omega 50 Plus with CoQ10 combines krill oil with fish oil in one tiny pill. And this little pill delivers big health benefits 
to your heart, your joints, your arteries, and brain. And with CoQ10, you'll enjoy extra energy, too. Best of all, you can get a free bottle of Krill Omega 50 Plus with CoQ10 today. Just pay for shipping. Call right now and request your free bottle. Dial 1-800-679-5745. That's 1-800-679-5745. 1-800-679-5745. Again, call now. 1-800-679-5745. Take a look under your bed. Find stuff under there? What about jobs? No? Now try your basement. There's a pair of overalls that overall you're not so into anymore. A perfectly good laptop that hasn't sat in your lap in months. And even more stuff, but still no jobs? Well, you really have both. See, stuff is defined as household articles considered as a group. Sometimes this stuff is no longer needed. Wait, no longer needed? That can't be right. Because remember those jobs you were looking for? Those are really needed, and they're the stuff inside your stuff, even inside that winter coat that moved with you to Phoenix. Our job is to unlock those jobs, and it starts when you donate your stuff to your local Goodwill. Here's how we do it. When you donate to Goodwill, we sell your stuff to provide job training for people right here in your community. So just by teaming up with Goodwill, you help create jobs. And isn't that worth parting with the leftover guitar from your 80s cover band? Goodwill. Donate stuff, create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at Goodwill.org. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I want to be a glass countertop in a new home. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's best birthday present. When I grow up, I want to be a football stadium. When I grow up, I want to be a warm place on a cold day. When I grow up, I want to be a fancy backsplash. I, I want to be a bike that races around the when country. When I grow up, I want to be a bench on a forest when I trail. Grow up, I want to be a rocking chair on when a sunny I up, porch. I want to be a skyscraper. I want to be a... 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 When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. A public service advertisement brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. Patriot app tip number two. Set the Patriot as an alarm clock. Open the app, click in the upper right-hand corner, and select Alarm Clock. It's that easy. And now you'll wake up to the Patriot. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Welcome back, everybody. 21 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. I want to tell you real quick about Air Park Auto in North Scottsdale. Air Park Auto in North Scottsdale is run by Nadine. Nadine and Stacy opened Air Park Auto about 20 years ago. Stacy passed away four or five years ago, but Nadine stayed at the helm of Air Park Auto. They're on Raintree just east of Hayden, and Raintree is just south of Bell. Nadine knows the difference between right and wrong, and the good news for both men and women customers is is Nadine is smart enough and her staff is smart enough to know when the technician's blowing smoke up somebody's skirt. So you, you, you think you might be better protected by a shop owned by a guy, and I'm here to tell you that's not the case at Air Park Auto. So if you want to try Air Park Auto and you live in that North Scottsdale area, may I suggest you try them for an oil change and see how you're treated. And I'm quite sure that if you don't have a shop, you will when you get done. Let's go to the phones. Ray, you're up first. How can I help you? Uh, good morning, Mark. Thanks for taking my call. Um, 
I don't have a real problem. Uh, I have a 2013 uh, Honda Fit. Okay. And uh, there's no problem except when I was in high school, from 56 to 60, uh, my dad's old Buick and his old uh, Oldsmobile, you know, the big round fenders, mm-hmm. we used to always uh, degrease the engine when we were going to change plugs to get a degreaser and then hose it down. And uh, when I was with my oil change at the dealer uh, a couple of months ago, uh, the uh, fellow who received me he said, oh, your engine's dirty, and it makes me want to maybe grab a degreaser and go with the engine, but then I know that there's a lot of sensitive electronic parts these days. I don't, I don't know if that's still something that you just do or you avoid putting a degreaser in your engine because of the electronic parts. Okay, I, I can answer that. I think you need to stop at a reputable shop and ask them where the TPS is, Throttle Position Sensor. Yeah, okay. And I want you to wrap that thing with a piece of canvas or a big plastic bag, or I want you to cover it up with an old coffee can. I don't care what you do. And after that, nothing else matters. So (laughs) that's all you need to cover up. You need to cover up the Throttle position sensor. It's going to be close to where the throttle cable attaches to your throttle uh, area. It's kind of like uh, it's next to the carburetor, so to speak. Just have them pointed out. And uh, and then take your get a foaming degreaser and your motor's slightly warm. You pull into a self-serve car wash, open up the hood, spray that thing down like it looks like whipped cream on top of a strawberry milkshake. Then, then close the hood, wash the back rest of the car, and then when you're done, open up the hood, go to rinse, rinse it off, then finish with RO water, then hop on the freeway, drive down five miles, come back, and you'll really like what you just did, and what you just did would have cost about $115 somewhere else. <laughs> I've always had that old inkling, you know, you look at an engine, and you, my impulse is to grab that degreaser, but then... <laughs> no, just get the foaming stuff. That's what I use. Stuff. Yep. yep, All yep, right. yep. Okay. Thank you, Ray. Yes, thanks a lot. You bet. John, you're up next. John, how can I help you today? Hi there. Hi. Uh, hi. I've got a uh, 1986 Ford Ranger. It has 384,000 miles on it. It's got a four-cylinder, uh, 140 cubic inch engine. It burns about uh, a quart every 2,000 miles. Uh but, you know, it's still running pretty strong, actually. And my question is this, and it's a recent problem that just started showing up, which is if I drive the car or the truck at freeway speeds and uh, down, when I go to downshift, push in the clutch, and usually I let the transmission speed catch up with the engine speed before I try to pull it into the next lower gear, the engine will stall, almost as if, uh, it's running out of fuel, like it's starved it starved for fuel. However, when I go to start the motor back up again, either by bump starting it or using the starter motor, it idles fine. So going from high speed okay. idle, like okay, hold on, hold on. It's not a fuel problem at all. It isn't a fuel problem. I guarantee you, it's not a fuel problem because you unloaded the motor when you pushed the clutch in. So there's no longer a load, and because there's no longer a load, there's no additional need for fuel. 
I think what's going on, and you think you 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 shake your head or, or chime in. I think the EGR valve stuck open. I think he's going down the road. He's high RPMs, right. and then he clutches it, and the EGR still open, open. Kills the engine, then it closes, and then by the time he's done selecting all of his shifters and, and waving the dead chicken around his head, then it works. Right. So here's what you do: unplug the EGR valve the vacuum line to it, and stick an old pencil or a golf tee in the vacuum line, in the rubber line, and go drive it for a week. And I'll bet your problem goes away. Then you're going to have to figure out whether the EGR is bad. Or the intake's plugged. Or the intake's plugged. Or the vacuum source to it is defective. (laughs) Or the valve itself is defective. So intake could be plugged. Valve can be defective. The uh, whatever turns on the valve can be defective, or the vacuum source can be defective. So there's a, there's some work that needs those, to be done. Those have a EGS uh, solenoid. Well, I don't think so because he's got an 86. Oh, that's right. And I'm thinking that right. it doesn't. I could be wrong, and right. you could be right. But anyway, unplug the EGR, plug the vacuum line to the EGR, see if it goes away over a week, and if it does, Mark and Tom are right. All righty, let's move on. Thank you, John. That 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 was a great question, and um, and you described it perfectly for us. That was a that was a good thing. But unfortunately, we're not going to agree. It's a it's a fuel problem. Ron, number one, how can I help you today? Yes, uh, uh, I, I got a question on my uh, 04 Caddy SRX. Okay. And uh, what I'm getting on the dash is a uh, it's built into the radio. You know, it tells you whatever the hell's wrong with your car. Uh huh. And it says check stability uh, uh, system, and uh, but the wheels are in alignment. There's new tires. Uh, okay, stop, stop, stop. None of that makes any difference. Okay. The stability control has to see all four tires spin, and they better be spinning the same. The stability c- control is is as Ron number one comes up on a grade school crosswalk and at the last minute some kid runs in front of him and Ron steers to the right and hammers the brakes. Two things happen. ABS comes awake and stability control comes awake. And ABS is supposed to keep the tires from locking up and stability control is supposed to keep the nose somewhere where you can recover. And they both work off the sensors. I don't care about all of that. Stability control almost always says I've lost control of one. I've lost sight of one of the tires. And the sensor's broken. The sensor's bad. The wires are broken. Um, There's all kinds of stuff that has to happen. But unless one of those tires is severely underinflated or overinflated, it will not be the tires. And it won't be anything else except those four sensors. Now, the repair is simple. And I'm going to have to cover that on the other side of the break. <laughs> the diagnostic process, you can't do yourself, Ron, number one, but um, I can describe it to you real quick. So stay right there. And then Dave and Ron, number two, you'll be our next callers right after this. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Benz. 
Edge. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. Attention, this is an investor notice. Are you interested in making some extra cash buying real estate tax liens? Then listen to this. The Government Tax Lien Network is offering a free tax lien kit which contains two DVDs and a step-by-step report that will show you how to earn guaranteed returns between 15 and 35% yearly, which is completely secure by the government. They'll even show you how to do this inside your own retirement accounts. So if you're looking to become a real estate investor without risk, then call 1-800-570-4620 now to get your free tax lien kit. Then get ready to buy tax liens for pennies on the dollar and buy houses for as little as $500. All from your home with little or no money working only 5 to 10 hours per week. Call 800-570-4620 right now to get your free tax lien kit. Plus, two free tickets to a live training event which includes a free meal coming to the Phoenix area. Call 800-570-4620 That's 800-570-4620 for your free tax lien kit now. Individual results may vary. A promise was made. A promise that hit the beaches of Normandy. A covenant that split the skies over Berlin. A vow that captured Iwo Jima. A promise was made. A solemn oath that liberated Seoul. A sacred trust that defended Kaesan. A pact that dug in in Denang. A contract that weathered Tet. A promise was made, a pledge that stormed the desert in Iraq, a bond that patrolled door-to-door in Fallujah, an IOU that braved IEDs in Kandahar. A promise was made to America's veterans, a promise we all must keep. DAV fights for all veterans and their families so they get the health care, financial benefits, and support they earned. If you're a veteran who needs help or you'd like to help us keep the promise, visit DAV.org. This is Louisa. Recently, she got help going online. Okay, so hit that green button. This is her first video chat. Oh, Louisa? Oh, oh my gosh. There she is. (laughs) And the first time she's seen her knees in five years. See what the internet can help you do at everyoneon.org or call 1-855-387-9166 to find a free training class near you. Oh, I've missed you. Brought to you by Connect to Compete and the Ad Council. Patriot app tip number four. Listening to the Seth and Chris show from 3 to 6 p.m. and want to chime in? Open your Patriot app, click the upper left-hand corner, and click on Call Studio. It's that easy. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Become a fan of 960 The Patriot on Facebook or follow us on Twitter today. Just go to 960thepatriot.com for more information. Welcome back, everybody. 34 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. Sitting next to me is Tom Fletcher. We've been friends for 142 years, and he runs Thunderbird Auto up at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria. Oria. And and he's a good friend of mine and a trusted member of our best car repair shops. Let me talk real quick about Automatic Transmission Exchange. Phil has been at 40th Street in Washington 
since 1968. Phil's been there since 1968. He's, he owns Automatic Transmission Exchange, we affectionately all call ATE. He does everything right. He is so experienced that I'm quite sure he can test drive most transmission problems, and I'm quite sure that 75 to 85 percent of the time he can diagnose them with a test drive. And here's the good news. He'll do it for you for free. So you can't take him for two hours, but he's certainly willing to go with you for 10 or 15 minutes. So if you're, and those of you in central Phoenix that go up and down Washington Street, when you pass by 40th Street, you look to the north side of the street, and you'll see the transmission shop there that's been there for a very long time. That's Automatic Transmission Exchange in Phoenix. Ron, number one, remember we were talking about your stability control? Yeah, right. By the way, as long as you're sitting there, Tom Fletcher is a very good friend of mine. Tell him I'm the guy with the caddy. With the, uh, I was just in there with my motor check light on, oh, and yeah, it's Ron. going out. Yeah, well, good. Yeah. <laughs> Glad and, to hear that. And, and he says, he even gave me a thumbs up. So that means he likes you, and that's a good thing. And I'll tell you what I'll do for you, Ron. I'll tell you that Tom will give you half price on the diagnostic of this stability control. <laughs> 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 Just bill me for it, okay? Just bill yeah. me for it. I'll, I'll anyway, Ron, what happens is, is we plug in a, a computer to talk to your computer, and we go out there and we drive, and we're, we want all four wheels to say 38, 39, and 40, and then we start making really tight turns to the right and to the left. And we know that when we turn left, that the inner tires are going to rotate a smaller circumference than the outer tires, but sooner or later, one of those sensors is going to go blank. So we might be going straight down the road, and three of them say 41 miles an hour, and one will drop off. Or when we make right turns, real tight right turns, the outer left will drop off. And then we'll look at the code, and the code will say stability control, lost contact. And sometimes, depending on the year, it'll tell us which corner of the car it is. It is yeah. So sometimes it'll say, well, I've lost control of the left right, but it's not uncommon for it to be wrong. And it thinks it's the left front when it's really the left rear. So that's why you can't go by the codes. So the answer is, and stability control is not going to break you down. Stability control is going to not create the need for a tow truck. And there's nothing unsafe about the stability control being on, except if Ron tries to stop and take drastic measures to avoid a collision, you're not going to have your computer help keep your car straight. That's all that's the difference is. So, all right. All right. I appreciate Thank you very much. And uh, let's go to Ron number two. Ron number two, thank you for holding. How can we help you? I have a 2000 Silverado with 167 miles on it. For the first time ever on the dash, the, it comes up service engine soon. A day later, it goes off. Tell me your thoughts. It's a 2000? 2000. Okay. You have to look in your owner's manual because there was a time that we went from service engine soon to oil change maintenance light. And I'm sure the light is yellow or orange, and that means it's not critical because red is stop the car where you sit. And I think if you look in your owner's manual, service engine soon. Now, they also had a CEL, which is check engine light, and it was yellow too. So there is some confusion because one year it was SES, and the next year it was um, check engine. And they change the acronyms on us, but your owner's manual will tell you. So when you look at your dashboard layout, it'll say, you know, number 14 is this light here. And then you look at number 14. Service engine soon light, I'm pretty sure, is either one or the other. It's either change the oil now 
or it's the same as a check engine light, what we affectionately call a CEL, check engine light. So when they, they write it down on the on the ticket, they say check, CK, and then CEL. That means check engine light is on. So in your case, the answer to your question is in your owner's manual. And if you can't, then you, you query this. 2000 Chevy Silverado, and I'd put quotes around all three of those, and then write S-E-S, service engine soon. And then that information will be in Google for you. But I can't tell you, I can't answer your question because there's a split there. Right. So thank you very much, Ron. Good luck to you. And the lines are open, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. A customer calls into the shop the other day and said she's been going to the dealer for years because they gave her a discounted rate. We ask her about it, and she says, well, we pay an additional fee of $200, so they give us a discounted rate on all repairs. With the discount, they can service their vehicles cheaper than any independent can. What do you think about that? Really? I read it right there. I'm going to read it one more time. Customer called in, said she'd been going to the dealer for years. They gave her a discounted rate. I asked her about that, and she says, well, we pay an annual fee of $200, so they give us a discounted rate on all repairs. With the discount, they service our vehicles cheaper than the independent. Couple thoughts to mind. This is my daughter writing this. That's an extra two hundred dollars for a year, no matter if they make you mad or don't. Right. <laughs> and number two, what are the odds that they mark it up or down? Exactly. Okay. Number three, independents are already ten to twenty percent deep cheaper most of, of the, the time. time. Yes. And. This $200, so you get a discounted rate, I think I'm going to try that. <laughs> I think, I mean, really and truly, what the sense does that make? What that $200 does is tie them to that shop. Exactly. And the shop has no motivation to give them a discounted rate. Nope. And the customer has no way of really shopping that discounted rate. They don't know. Absolutely. Anyway, that's important information for you. If your shop does that, then you know what Mark Salem thinks about that. We'll be right back right after this. What's the matter, honey? Can't sleep? Ugh, it's this heartburn. At night, it's the worst. Heartburn? Again? Yeah, I'm done with it. I'm going to kick acid with Rolaids. Rolaids Advanced goes to work instantly for powerful relief of your worst heartburn, bloating, and gas. Feeling better? Much better. That was fast. Mm-hmm. Kick acid and gas with Rolaids Advanced. Arizona is rolling out the voluntary travel ID, which complies with the Federal Real ID Act. You'll need it for air travel and to access federal and military facilities. If there's no rush to get one, your current driver license or ID is good until October 1st, 2020. The cost is $25 and it's valid for eight years. To learn how to get your voluntary travel ID and the documents you'll need, Visit azdot.gov slash travel ID. Sponsored by ADOT in partnership with the Arizona Broadcasters Association and this station. On the next episode of Recipes for Disaster. So we've got our neighbor Paul coming over tonight for a barbecue, which is why I prepared a delicious lemon rosemary steak marinade for my special collection of old family recipes. To make sure the steaks are extra, extra, extra tender, I left them marinating out on the counter overnight, just like Nana used to. Maria may mean well, but without food safety, it never ends well. Always thaw or marinate foods in the refrigerator at 40 degrees Fahrenheit or below. Or you could make your friends and family really sick. Maria's neighbor Paul didn't think twice about the steak he ate until he was presenting his company's financial forecast to the board. 
That's when a sudden bout of food poisoning made it explicitly clear that profits weren't the only thing on the rise. Watch Recipes for Disaster at foodsafety.gov. You'll learn the right steps as Maria does everything wrong. Brought to you by the USDA, HHS, and the Ag Council. This is Lon Chen of the Hoover Institution for townhall.com. In a pre-Super Bowl interview, President Trump said that California in many ways is out of control. California's leaders don't want to admit it, but he's right on this one. The president was making specific reference to legislation written by the top Democrat in the California State Senate, which would effectively turn the entire state into a sanctuary city, prohibiting state or local authorities from enforcing federal immigration law. Such legislation is an affront to those who believe in the rule of law. California Democrats, led by Governor Jerry Brown, have decided their best strategy is simply to say no to everything President Trump proposes. That's too bad, because there are areas of potential bipartisan cooperation between the Golden State and the new administration in Washington. Health care reform, infrastructure construction, or maybe even energy policy. Governor Brown and the state's leaders should seek opportunities to cooperate and improve conditions for California's residents. They surely won't agree with President Trump on much, but they owe it to the people of California to govern maturely and responsibly. I'm Lon Hee Chen. How do we get a diagnosis? What are the stages of the disease? When someone in your life has Alzheimer's, not a day goes by that you don't have questions. Do we need full-time care? Are there any new treatments? So many questions. Where do you start? How will I pay for this? Where can I get extra help? Alzheimer's.gov, a reliable resource for information about Alzheimer's and related dementias. What happens next? Where can I find answers? The answers start here. Well, welcome back, everybody. Tom Fletcher with Thunderbird Auto from 88th Avenue and and Peoria is sitting next to me. And uh, we've got some callers, but i got some business to take care of. Remember we were talking about the $200 membership so we get a discounted on the rate? Okay. Let me just tell you, i got some additional information. I was looking at page two. In my area, my geographical area, we are $118 an hour. Right. The average in our area with all the independents and all the dealerships is like $120 or 122 But we're $118. So we're a couple bucks less than the average. Right. Here's the labor rates for the dealers around us. Acura, 138 we're 118 that's $20 higher. Hyundai, 136 Chevrolet, 130 Honda, 140 Dodge, 130 Mazda, 130 We're 18 118 118 118 Now, second question, what's the average hours on a ticket at your shop? Average hourly hours. rate? No, hours, hours billed. <laughs> Hours billed, average is probably three. A bingo. That's exactly what mine is. Mine's three point one. So if I'm if there's one thirty eight here and I'm at one eighteen, I'm saving them twenty dollars an hour times three. Right. So I'm sixty dollars cheaper. Cheaper. And and frankly, I've been in business in in my location more than these guys have been in business oh, in yeah. theirs. So exactly. it's 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 an unusual situation, but it works just fine. Let me tell you real quick about Action Auto. Action Auto is up at I-17 in Deer Valley, northwest corner. Tom owns the place. I've known Tom since 1979. He's a great guy. He knows right from wrong. He has great technician, and he works on all domestics and imports. He serves that north Phoenix area from Deer Valley north and east and west to probably 50th Streets, 50th Avenue. He does a good job. If you don't have a shop, and I-17 and Deer Valley, northwest corner, is convenient, close by, or maybe close by where you work, I would suggest you have an oil change at Tom's place called Action Auto and see how they treat you. That's a good good way to determine whether they're going to sell you the moon or just change your oil. All right, let's go to the phones real quick. We're going to go to, um, do we have Robert? 
Roberts, good morning. How can I help you? Good morning. I've got a 2013 uh, VW Passat uh, TDI, uh, and I've got a couple issues. One is the uh, braking. Uh, it seems that when I'm coming to a stop, it starts to vibrate, and uh, uh, and it's at the lower speed. I guess when I'm when I'm going to stop, uh, I've taken it to the dealer a couple times. Uh, they've checked the brakes. Okay, they I'm not. I'm not I, stop, stop, stop. I'm not interested in that. The vibration you have during braking that gets worse when you get slower is because the front brake rotors are warped. And the front brake rotors are warped because typically the back brakes fall out of adjustment, which then puts the entire braking responsibility on the front and causes them to overheat. It's probably very worse. It's a lot worse. I sound like Donald Trump there. Yeah. Very worse. Very worse. Very worse. It's it's worse when you get off the freeway and you're at highway speeds and you start clamping down the brakes to stop at the stoplight at the end of the entrance or the exit ramp. So the fix is to go in, machine the front rotors, and let's get them flat again, and then to clean and adjust or repair the rear brakes. So that's the fix. I don't care what the dealer said. That's the fix. You diagnosed it or you you described it perfectly, but you had a second issue. Okay. Uh, the second issue is the AC unit on the on that car. Um, it it turns on, when it turns on, it works great, uh, but it's intermittent. Sometimes uh, I'll I'll get out, go to the store, come back in, and then uh, the AC will not turn on. It, the blower's on. It's, it's blowing nothing but hot air, and I try pushing all the different buttons, and nothing activates it. And okay. then. Uh, it, it just it's intermittent. Okay. Well, I, intermittent problems are hard, and you need to find out the rhyme and reason what makes it intermittent. That helps us repair it. Does it have automatic temperature control where you set a temperature and it, it handles it from there? Yes, and it thinks both sides, the driver, passenger. Okay, so it's a split autom- automatic temperature control. So I want you to set both of them at 60 degrees next time. Roll them to the coldest setting. Then the question is, is where are we at? Then you can roll them to the hottest setting, which is typically 85 to 88. And they should, you should get heat. This is after you stop and run into the liquor store for that bottle of vodka for your wife and come back out. So as you do that, what you find will help us diagnose the car. But obviously on the, dem- on the automatic temperature control, sometimes we need the customer to go to the extreme cold and the extreme hot to help us diagnose the problem. So you'll need to do that first. Okay? Now, is that when it's running and it's working or when it's not working? No, you said that when you stop and come out, then it doesn't work, doesn't blow cold. And the problem exists after you stop and come back out from where you're at. And that, that's the time you're going to be testing. You start it up, and you determine it's happening. At this point, you drop both of them to 60 degrees, full cold. And then after you get cold air, if you get cold air, then you go full hot, and it should go hot. If you don't get cold but get hot, that's going to be a blend door. If you get cold but not hot, that's going to be a blend door or a sensor. But either way, we'll be able to figure it out if you just tell us what goes on during the time it's happening. If, does that make sense? Yeah. Got okay. It. okay. Good luck, Robert. Thank you very much. Lee, you're up next. How can I help you, Lee? Uh, morning, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, I got a 2015 Mazda hatchback Grand Touring package, and looking at the service that the dealership gave me, 
looks like every 15,000 miles on an intermediate uh, surface, they suggest uh, spark plugs every 15,000 miles. And on a major surface, they are sh- uh, showing uh, transmission service and fuel induction. And I'm just kind of curious as far as the fuel induction and how often that needs to be done with the rest of that. Um, I'll bet you $100 that your owner owner's manual doesn't say that. I'll yeah. bet you a hundred dollars against nothing. I'll bet <laughs> you there isn't a, th- uh, a, f- a, f- a fifteen car that calls for spark plugs anywhere close to fifteen thousand miles. That's going to yeah. be a sixty, a ninety, or a hundred k spark plug. Then, when you yeah. talk about fuel injection cleaning, there are specific symptoms that would create the need for you to clean the throttle blades clean the throttle body or to clean the intake area there are specific symptoms and to to do that because it makes your car loves you more than knock yourself out lee you can <laughs> you can pay you, you know what if you put precious air in your tires and if you use you know, <laughs> oil from the pink cadillac and if you if you um if you make the car smell nice and never pass gas in the seat it'll love you more too <laughs> Uh, take, me, made. take me, I, I, and I'll tell you what, I'll do 100 to your $1. You looking in the owner's oh, manual, wow. and you look at the maintenance. First of all, fuel injection cleaning isn't going to be in your owner's manual. Spark plugs are going to yeah. be, like I said, 69 to your 100 And what was, oh, and the transmission service. Yeah, I'll bet you that's service. 69 to your 100 as well. Okay. So um, you check it and call me back. <laughs> all right? Appreciate it. All righty, buddy. Thank Bye. you. I won't even collect your dollar, I promise, because I know I'm right. Am I right? Right. I'm right. Okay. <laughs> Abdullah, how can I help you? Hey, good morning. Thank you for taking my call. I have a 1989 Mercedes-Benz 560 SL. Okay. It was running great, but recently, every time or a few times when I stopped, the engine shuts off. Okay. And then it restarts. Okay, let me I ask mean, you. I can restart d- it after. Does it restart immediately? When I try to restart it, yes. Okay. So when it dies, you hit the key, boom, it starts right up. It's not crank, 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 and then it starts. No, no, just it dies off, and once I restart it, it starts right away. Okay. So it's not fuel, and it's not spark, so it's something wrong with the induction, the fuel delivery or air delivery, or it's running too rich or too lean. So somebody has to go in there and look at what's wrong. Where do you live and what part of town? North Phoenix. Okay. I don't know if there's a shop in Scottsdale called Goodies. He is absolutely, without a doubt, the best Mercedes-Benz guy I've ever met in all my life. But the last three or four times I've talked to him, he said, don't you say my name or I'm going to hunt you down and skin you. So I would call Goodies and say, I've been told by everybody I know that you're the very, I would blow smoke up his you-know-what as deep as you can and see if Goody will let you bring your car in and fix this for you. And I know he can fix it. And you're going to say to him, I want you to diagnose it. How much is your diagnosis? Then call me with an estimate. That's what you're going to do because that's what you need to do. But if Goody will do that. I know the airport. I know the air filters were replaced last year, so... Yeah, it, it's just really... Everybody can replace parts. 
I mean, there's a lot of things you could do. You could replace the EGR valve. You could replace the throttle blades. You could clean the throttle blades. You could replace the mass airflow sensor. There's a lot that can be done. But wouldn't you rather just somebody fix the problem rather than just guess with your money? So really, now the only other option is is to call a couple of auto parts store that handle import parts and say to them, because I don't have an answer for you, who does who buys lots of Mercedes-Benz parts? Then you take that shop and you query them on Google and you say ABC Mercedes-Benz repair and then the word reviews. And then if everybody hates that shop, you don't go there. But if everybody loves that shop, you might stop by. So that's how you do it. Now, you also have the dealers to go to, and you always could go to them, and certainly they are an, a viable option to diagnose and repair your problem. All righty, Abdul, thank you very much. Abdul, I'll get that right. Matthew, you're up next. Matthew, how can I help you? Hello? Hi, Matthew. Go right ahead. Uh, yeah, Otri Tahoe. Uh, the tra- uh, I'm thinking it's a transmission, but my wife says my driving. Uh, from first gear to second, it goes to about 35 RPM and uh, around 30 miles an hour, and all of a sudden it shifts and it goes like a straight to third almost. Okay. How many miles are on it? Uh, it's pushing 2,000, 200, I mean, 200,000. Oh, okay. And you've never had a transmission repair? And I bought it about four years ago, and no, I haven't. Okay. What part of town do you live in? I live in West uh, in Glendale, actually. Okay. I think you should take it to Adolph's Transmission on 67th Avenue in Glendale, and I think you should ask him to take a drive with you, which he will, and I, okay. would, I would ask him, what do you think this is, um, and he'll, he'll drive it for you for free, and he's been on our list for 15 years of best car repair shops. I think they're on the second generation. I think Adolph retired, and his son is now running the shop. And I, but I want to tell you something. Any major repair, might you might be better off to have a rebuilt transmission done or rebuilt yours, because at 200,000 miles, you've been around the earth eight times, and it. And I don't care how how this car is driven. There is just so much clutch material on the clutches in an automatic transmission that you can't possibly go much further than that. And frankly, if you would have called me and said, Mark, what's the life of my Tahoe? I would have said 125 to 150. So I'm very surprised you're at 200, but I'm glad for you. All so, right. Thank you, Mark. All righty, Matthew. Appreciate thank you very much. All righty. I want to tell you about SNS Auto. SNS Auto it has three facilities, Peoria, Sunrise, and Goodyear. They offer a great line of tires, many different brands, of the same size. So when you go in, they'll look at what you've got on your car, your truck, then they can give you good, better, best. They can give you three numbers that indicate good, better, best, three different brands, same size, and you can decide. So they have lots, but here's what's really cool. They have a warehouse that has farm equipment, golf equipment, lawn and garden equipment, ATVs, trailers, commercial tires, and construction trucks. So if your wife happens to be driving a John Deere, she can get her tires at S&S Tires as well. And they can do suspension work and everything to do with tires and alignments and stuff like that. So S&S Tire, Peoria, Sunrise, and Goodyear. So Tom's sitting next to me here at, at Thunderbird Auto from 88th um, Avenue and Peoria. Thank you for spending your Saturday with me. My pleasure. Thank you for being a good member of our best car repair shops. Thank you for always taking my call. I'm happy that I haven't talked to you in 10 years about an unhappy customer. Well, I'm happy for that. And I'm happy that when 
you get re- people get referred to you that you take really good care of them. I'm happy that you know right from wrong, and I'm really happy that um, there's been some changes in your life recently, and that you're real happy. Mm-hmm. And it has right. to do with a woman, right? And uh, and I'm happy for that, right? A- as opposed to you just being an old, nasty, crotchety guy without a girlfriend. <laughs> don't want to go there. <laughs> I don't either. God bless you. Thank you very much for spending your Saturday. If you live anywhere near 88th Avenue and uh, and Peoria then uh, Thunderbird Auto is a great place to go, 88th Avenue. Thunderbird. Thunderbird, I'm sorry, in the city of Peoria. We'll see you next week.